You're listening to a 3CR podcast. It's Radiothon time again at 3CR. This year marks 40 years of radical radio at 3CR, and we're asking you to keep us on air for another 40 years by donating your money to 3CR's Radical Radiothon, June 6 to 19. Call us on 039419-8377 or visit us online at 3cr.org.au. Enjoy your podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay. Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji, we all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang on this lovely weekend. Don't care what the weather's like outside. It's a shutdown weekend and we're all going to enjoy it, aren't we, gentlemen? Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Stringbean, and good morning to Annie on the panel. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, listeners out there. I hope you're having a nice breakfast. Um, special cheerio to my old mate, Georgie Despar. We haven't given him a, a, a cheerio lately, old Georgie baby. We'll be dusting him off soon, won't, won't we? Dusting old Georgie oh, off. Oh, we're dusting him off for the big 40-year anniversary function. So he better go to his Fred Astaire uh, School of Dance and get his uh, old twinkle toes back in form, uh, Georgie, because uh, and your poetry book, because we need you for the big turn. Is he jumping out of the cake? Oh, I'm not back on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, you blokes. I'll tell you what. If I hear any more cheap shots about this cake, I'm going to eat, eat the whole fucking... I'll eat the whole thing myself. I'll tell you what. You want to make sure there we've got the best cake coming of all times. Well, we don't have... <laughs> don't go the early crime. We just... We, we've weighed the cake, and we reckon it might have been cheaper to get a fucking gold nugget. But anyway... We've got the, the grouse cake coming, so make sure you're there. And I suppose now we're on, we might as well keep going. We've got. We'll um, talk about the function, yes, indeed. Yeah, well, uh, we've got the. Um, on the. Uh, what is it? The 11th, 11th of July, Monday, at, back at the old Palace Hotel, 11 a.m. Don't get there early. Last year, I'm knocking the door at 10. Get there at no early than 11. Uh, we've got some great things happening. We've got the old Jaded Cats back. That they're more than happy to help us out again. They've been great fans of the Concrete Gang, and we really owe them a, a, you know, a big favour because they've been fantastic. They've done all those shows for, for nothing, you know. So fantastic from the Jaded Cats. We've also got a raffle with two of the best prizes you'll ever get. Um, I don't know if I announce it on the radio or not. Yeah, well, why not? 
Mine. You can only get a ticket there on the day, and uh, the, I think the tickets will be ten bucks each. Uh, first prize is a five thousand dollar voucher, travel voucher. So you've got a five thousand dollar voucher wherever you want to go. And second prize is a thousand dollar Dan Murphy's liquor store. So six thousand dollars worth of prizes there, and uh, you can only buy tickets there on the day. So if it's a hundred or two hundred people or whatever is going to be there, you've got a good opportunity to win a fantastic prize. So that's that's for the concrete gang, um, you know, and also we've got you know, your twenty dollar ticket, twenty dollar entry fee gets you a nice feed there. They're knocking up a storm, the people from the Palace Hotel have been great supporters of ours too. They also throw in a thousand dollars for the concrete gang and also put on the food for nothing. So we've got to get there and support it because it's no good at putting this on. People don't you know front up. So make sure you're there. It's going to be a really good day. And uh, well, also there might be a little bit of money lovely getting thrown over the bar, so you can't go wrong. So make sure you're there. So if you are really thinking ahead, you'll want to win the second prize. So you can get a gut full at the Palace, head down to Dan Murphy's and top up for the next day. Well, you wouldn't want the $5,000 travel voucher. You're on drugs. <laughs> well, I don't know about drugs, but I wouldn't mind being on the piss with a 1000 bucks at me. Pocket and the travel voucher, and the travel voucher, yeah. and Buy an RDO. <laughs> Buy two tickets, yeah, right. Yes, indeed, it's the 40th anniversary of the Concrete Gang. First went to air in 1976, and uh, it was one of the first shows on Community Radio 3CR. And we're going to uh, go to the old wardrobe and drag out a few of the old presenters, and yeah. we're going to have a an extended recording of the gang. Going to air, and we'll obviously highlight it because we've only got half an hour, but we're going to keep talking shit and taking the piss out of people for as long as it takes. Yeah, it'll be good because, I mean, seeing the old, the old troopers that started the gang off and uh, 40 years longest running radio show in Australia, so it's uh, not a bad effort. And uh, I think uh, Warren was handed, handed the mantle by the great man John Cummins and we've still got it going and, and we'll only be able to keep it going if people keep supporting it. So it's up to all the punters out there. And just on that, we should bring a we should talk about the radiothon too because um indeed that's on um on, on the nineteenth 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 of listen let just come on own up you accuse me of having no memory at least I remembered the nineteenth. We've got to check to make sure it's right now. <laughs> you do remember a lot of things, it's but they're the not—they're not necessarily right. But it is the nineteenth of June, so we'll be doing the, the, the show live on that Sunday, and uh, so it's going to be embarrassing. We sit there with nothing—not to read out any um, any donations. So look, just make sure you get everyone ringing in. It doesn't have to be a lot of money; just something you can have a go at anyone. You can maybe you want uh, Warren to wash your car, or string bean to weed your garden, or something, or, or Annie to cook your cake, or, or I, I don't know, but whatever. But just ring up and uh, uh, we'll have a bit of a laugh. Take the money. Take the piss out of us and pledge the money just to keep the radio show going. Indeed. And uh, every year we make this effort to raise the money to keep 3CR on the air. And as we are proud to say, we have helped keep 3CR on the air for 40 years, despite everything that's been thrown at it and all the the people who have uh, shit-canned community radio, etc., here comes a pledge now. Oh, here comes oh, a pledge yeah. now. Oh, it's a week God. too early. A week too early. <laughs> and we're not well, taking it. We don't lie him. He's a no good boss. He wouldn't pledge his mother, I tell you. He's a rat. Anyway. right Now. He'd look up his mother's dress too, I'll tell you just quietly, but anyway. Anyway, let's just uh, get on with the show.
The shutdown weekend. It's a shutdown weekend because it's in the EBA. That's the current EBA, but the next EBA, we've had the mass meeting, you've heard the report, you've heard what's in the, uh, in the offer that has been put to us and adopted by the mass meeting, but there's a next stage, folks. You can't just turn up to Festival Hall, put your hand up and think it's all over and done with, because it ain't. There is plenty of resistance going on, and so people need to make sure that all the procedures are followed. If your boss has not given you a representation rights notice, which is what he's got to do under the Fair Work Act because we have initiated bargaining with him and he doesn't hand out that rep notice, then he is trying to delay the whole process. And that means there won't be no pay rise on the 1st of July. There will be plenty of people getting a pay rise on the 1st of July because they have put out the rep notices. They have started the process and they will have everything in place well before the 1st of July. But if your boss hasn't taken that first step to notify you that you have rights under the Fair Work Act, then he is out there to sabotage the deal. And if they sabotage the deal, they won't be part, they can't be part, under the Fair Work Act of a patent agreement. A patent agreement only stands if there's no disputation. And if your boss is trying to stuff you around, that means he's looking for a blue. And once that blue happens... It can't be part of any patent agreement. Every company will then have to negotiate company by company, and that will be a mess. Of course, there'll be lots of builders and that who will have the agreement, who will then think that such subbies, in particular if they're not trying to get an agreement, are going to bring industrial risk to their job. That's a commercial decision they'll all have to make. But as far as our members are concerned, we have initiated the process you need to make sure that your boss is handing out the representation rights notice and we can get on with the process. And one of the things we need to keep in mind, if Malcolm Turnbull is returned, he has pledged to have a joint sitting of the Parliament to pass the ABCC legislation and also what goes with that is the code that is, was first put out in 2014, it's never been passed, he's going to try and pass it, and one of the first things that will happen under that code is 15%. no more calendars. What about the and 15%? Uh, I'm tipping that'll go before the calendar. No? Well, he's promised well, that too. He's promised, yeah. he's promised everything. and the. Uh, so it comes down to that, vote for them and see you later with all that. That's right. Well, Simple as that, isn't it? Uh, Just don't let him in, mate. Don't let him in. Exactly. Very simple. Because the members go, well, well what a the Labor Party this like I said, well, that's right. We'll vote for Liberals. You can say goodbye to all that. Yeah. So well, it's the best of two evils, isn't it? Put the Liberals last and make sure your boss is getting on with the negotiating process because it's been initiated under the Fair Work Act and he needs to have a serious think about where he's going. Because I would imagine, brothers, that would be a lot of grumpy people if they don't get their pay rise on the 1st of July. Exactly. We've waited, we've waited a bit longer than we normally do. Yes, it's four months behind schedule. So anyway, we, we probably uh, should move on. We lost a great man during the week, haven't we? Uh, Muhammad yes, Ali. Uh, I mean, not only a world champion boxer, I think he's a world champion everything, wasn't he? Um, uh, he was a great man. Uh, civil rights and all that, he, he, he took on everything. He went to jail. He, he's just a great man. I mean, I, I don't know anyone who's got anything bad to say about him. I mean, you know... I, you know, uh, talking to you know, 
down the gym, right. some of the greatest, some good boxers from Australia, they just, they just in awe of him. They said, there's no one going to get near him. You know, he's just one of the, you know, obviously the greatest boxers in the world. So, And if you're a bloke who he absolutely pounded in the ring, made you look like second rate, and I'm talking about George Foreman, in the fight in the air. I got pounded in the ring last week, I'll tell you. That's well, another story. Yeah, looks at two. But anyway, just George Foreman no, you absolutely got pounded by uh, Muhammad Ali in the uh, the fight in Zaire back in the 70s. And he still, to this day, says he's a great man. Yeah. If you, you get whipped by a bloke and you still have some time for him, that's that's great. But when you say that he's one of the greatest fighters, one of the greatest blokes that ever walked the earth, then that's an absolute compliment, and it's a compliment also to George Foreman for saying it. Yeah. But anyway... So we've got we, a special track for him? We have gone back into the vault. We've dusted it off, and here it is, the tribute to Muhammad Ali from the 1970s. Let's play it anyway. <laughs> this here's the story of Cassius Clay. Was the great man Muhammad Ali and um, uh, special cheerio from the old concrete gang because he was a great man. Right, uh, what have we got next? Well, let's talk about uh, a couple of adventures that you've had in suburbia. Oh, <laughs> and let's just say the ones we can talk about, <laughs> the ones we can talk about, yeah. When a boss is arguing about the bloody milk. Yeah, right. well, it reminds okay. me of the old days. You okay, know? it's not in the EBA that you supply milk and coffee and tea and all the rest of it. Maybe it's not there. It will be in the new EBA, but it's been in place in this state for over 40 years that I can think about. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, they did supply milk, but it was that, um, now I forgot the name of it. Long, long life. life. Long life. Oh, mate, Ugh. you wouldn't give that to Japanese that day, fair dinkum. It'd kill a brown dog, you <laughs> So the boys weren't happy about it. So we said, "No worries, we can fix that." And um, and uh, a few other p- uh, problems on the on the job, which I probably can't you like talk about. Like sushi too, don't you? You love sushi, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the boys weren't happy about the long life milk, but uh, the boss reckons that 
you know, obviously he's done his numbers and it was a bit cheaper and it lasted longer and all this bloody crap. I mean, could you believe you? They build million-dollar buildings and they worry about how much they're spending on milk. You know pow- you, powdered milk next. You, you, know you're in, you know you're in trouble when they're worrying about that. So a special cheerio to the figurehead. Yes, indeed. The, all figures, and they're all bloody bad at that end of the market. Mate, some of the things. Cheap and nasty. Righto. Now, I did offer to pay for it myself at one stage. I'm starting my campaign now for soy milk in the next EBA. Oh, you're the VGC. <laughs> don't say that, oh. Jesus. You don't know what you've started, String oh. Soy milk. Light please. milk, this milk, that <laughs> milk. Even Can't the, we just have black coffee and black tea, please? Thank even you. the cat would drink soy milk. Would a cat drink soy milk? Only a vegetarian cat. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Let's keep moving. Uh, Tassie. Let's talk about Tassie because Springy Beanie, you were down with your beanie down in that cold, cold place called Tassie. Oh, drowned bean. I was down there, bloody wet. Uh, drowned bean. But you know, it was it was it was a great it was a great trip to go on. You know, visiting jobs where everyone's in the shed, so we got to meet lots of people. Unlike you know, normal where you're trying to drag people off the job. Well, that's but, an yeah. improvement. They were actually in the sheds. They were in the sheds. There were plenty yeah, of them in the sheds. Good man down there. Richie does a good job. They were doing a good job down there, and we've got a few delegates uh, on the jobs now down there. Things are things are improving. Uh, industries re- at record levels. They've got I think four cranes up in Hobart. They've never seen anything like it. Um, and it's so people are pretty excited. It's a big deal down there, and uh, uh, but 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 there is some Real issues, but. of course. And uh, so we've got everything from the the big hospital job. I think it's a six hundred million dollar job, John Holland's, and uh, having some issues. L- last week we talked With about Moldscape. <laughs> last week we talked about Moldscape. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, worth mentioning, they had one shower on this job, six hundred million dollar job. Um, and oh, oh. turns out this this dodgy you know portable little thing they've dropped in it's not even plugged into water, <laughs> so <laughs> no no good to start with. But one shower, and so uh, so we- they go outside the, sh- the, the the shed. They stand in the rain, then they go back in and dry off. Is that what the idea is? <laughs> yeah, in this weather that you can do that, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not much point in the shower in this weather. But you'd get wetter going to the shower, but. Uh, when asked about it, like, surely this isn't good enough, their, their response was, oh, construction work's not really dirty work, is it? Don't need oh, a shower. Jeez. That's oh. how much these guys and, know. And that's right, Stringman. It's a good point. And the one thing people fail to, to, to remember is a lot of stuff on sites that if you get on you, you've got to get it off you in a hurry. Like stuff with, you know, that, you know. And obviously concrete these days has got that many additives in it. If you get covered in concrete, you start burning your skin and all that. So there's a whole lot of stuff that... that uh, you know, a hydraulic line go on a crane or a pump or something, you get covered in oil, and also, and that's why the showers are there. I mean, people forget about it, you know. So, well, and this is a job along with the women's toilets, but that's that's right. And this is a job where they've had asbestos exposure. Oh. You know, we've had moldscape. Like, it's just a six hundred million dollar job. You got to look after your blokes. I mean, it's yeah, outrageous. John Hollands, pick your game up. Just because you got over Bastro doesn't mean you dropped the bloody ball. That's right. And speaking of which, we should just mention Voss while we're at it. We'll nominate him later, I'm sure. But yep. not only are they still paying, like talking about treating blokes different depending on where they are, they've still got blokes in the northwest uh, getting award below award wages, in fact. Uh, in, if you're in the north, you get a non-union EBA. And if you're in Hobart, you're on an EBA. Um, you know, it's just 
it, it shouldn't matter where you live, you know, just treat them right. And uh, up north, just to show their true colours, suddenly a, a Liberal Party sign for the worst politician in, in in Tasmania, maybe next to Erica Betts, but one of the worst, and they've got his sign up on the job, you know, promoting themselves. So. On the job? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Out the front, man. you know, right next to the Voss sign, just to, you know, to make it obvious. It's uh, Yeah, what a disgrace. So, Well, they're going to be getting special mention in Scallywags then. You bet. Now... Couple of a couple of things to say. A cheerio to the Ramsey family. The boys' mums passed away, and uh, we'd like to express our condolences. Um, there's been a lot of tragedy in the the Ramsey family in recent times, and obviously, we would like to express our sympathy and condolences to the family. Yeah. And two, I'd just like to mention that there will be a function later today, Sunday the twelfth. At the Grandview Hotel on the corner of Heidelberg and Station Street in Fairfield to basically say farewell to a a great bloke, a great uh, character in the scaffold game. Tony Bull Gleeson passed away in tragic circumstances. He was, uh, his funeral was on Friday down in Warrnambool, but all the blokes uh, in Melbourne who worked with the Bull for so long and knew him so well. We're getting together on Sunday, today, at 12 o'clock at the Grandview Hotel and uh, have a few beers, and uh, which the bull would have loved. He'll be very pissed off that he isn't there. And a few stories. And a few stories, and some of them will be unbelievable. He was indeed a character, a great scaffolder, a great bloke, and uh, sadly missed by a lot of people. And unfortunately, another character gone, one of my pet hates. I mean, we're not replacing them. We haven't got the characters on the job like we used to have, and Bull was obviously one of them. We've lost quite a few, so... He was a great unionist, he's a great scaffolder, he's a great bloke, and uh, he didn't mind a drink. Good on him. Nothing wrong with that, mate. Righto, now Scallywags. Well, can I try to chuck a late one in? I haven't mentioned before, but it's definitely worth mentioning. Wayne Dennett down at Dennett Builders, and he, uh, well, he was quality carpentry and building maintenance or some other thing. Just been found guilty of uh, two years of abuse of an apprentice. Oh, jeez. Disgrace. And uh, we've got to find out some more about that guy. I'm sure he's an NBA. Well, I think we might come back to that next week. Yeah. Have a full story. But anyway, the names we've got are. Figurehead. Well, just on that, we've got Shark. The Shark. Shark. Shark demos. And uh, let's just say, working on a Sunday night, it's dark, it's pissing down rain, and there's a bloke standing on top of a parapet above Ligon Street, knocking out masonry with a sledgehammer. And they objected that the old Warren went on the job and said, what the stuff is going on here? Anyway, to the, uh, to the shark uh, family, we won't mention all the details, but the whole lot of them who uh, surrounded me on Sunday night, a cheerio. I hope you uh, enjoy your introduction to Big Time Demo because you need a bit of training. It was an absolute disgrace. And the... Uh, Standover wasn't appreciated. Um, and just back to the thing that String Boom was talking about with apprentices being stood over and, and Tim and I, we've got, we've got an apprentice officer, Liam Ahern, 
does a very good job with the training down there for the apprentices and looking after the apprentices. So any apprentices out there need a bit of guidance, a bit of help with, with whatever's happening at work and maybe their schooling, give Liam Ahern a ring on 0425-792-522. And can I, sorry, one more apprentice story. I have to nominate Fairbrother for picking out an apprentice on their job down in Tassie as well about stickers and about they, they gave up a sponsorship of the bloke who won the Tassie titles in motocross. Fair brother didn't pick it up, CFMU did, and they reckon we're ratting on them, so suddenly they go after this bloody apprentice. No oh, good. Fair brothers. Righto, so they've got a nomination. Voss have got a nomination. John Holland's at uh, Royal Hobart Hospital have got a nomination. Very Tassie orientated today. Uh, but I want to mention ADCO. Oh. Hey, ADCO. They're in a situation where they have uh, told their employees that they're not interested in negotiating an agreement. They're not interested in being part of a pattern. And, but what's worse, they're also interfering with the commercial relationships of their subbies with the other clients of those subbies. They're telling their subbies, you can't do this, it's illegal. You can't put out representation notices. Hey, ADCO... You want to have a, a blue with us because you don't want to be part of the pattern. You want to go negotiate your own agreement. That's up to you. But interfering with your subbies, who don't just work for you exclusively, they work across the board, to have them being threatened is an absolute disgrace. And uh, my suggestion, uh, brothers, is that we go with ADCO as the uh, winner of Scallywag of the Week. However bad the others are, we'll this is a week. company that needs to... Uh, actually cop it. Well, it's not just up way. to you. What do you think, Springbean? No, I'm for that. We'll get Dan out next week, so oh, okay. happy with that. So much me coup there, but anyway. All right. All right, Ed it is. Now, we've got, Ske- we've got Scallywag sorted. What about the Sookie Lala of the week? I, I want to nominate the Master Builders. <laughs> yeah. on, what, what about Ray from Figurehead? Oh, well, we're going to get there too, but I want to nominate the M- That's more serious. NBA, though, they put an ad out attacking us, and no one runs with it because it's so bad. They've got no coverage. Bloody <laughs> sunk like a bloody stone, mate. Uh, what's the cost of a member of the NBA, honestly? They, geez, they get their money's worth there, don't they? <laughs> eh? They get what they deserve. So we're just about done. We, so we're, we're we going, going for some... Scallywags, I want the NBA. Sorry? NBA for... Uh, not Scallywags, Sookie Lala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adco for Scallywag. Yep, good as gold. Good as gold. And we'll go at the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. Enjoy your shutdown weekend and get on with putting the pressure on to get a new EBA. And we're going to go out with a little uh, choice from Annie. You've just been listening to a podcast produced at 3CR Community Radio. 2016 marks 40 years that 3CR has been bringing you independent community voices and we're asking you, our listeners, to keep us going for another 40 years by donating to our Radical Radiothon this June 6-19. This year we need to make $220,000, so any amount you can afford makes a big difference. Call us on 039419-8377 or visit us online at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for supporting Community Radio.